Welcome to this week's Nerdables. Joining me this week is a full house, a full round table. We have Ethan <laughs> and myself. I guess I... <laughs> well, like, e- Ethan. <laughs> well, I mean, is there any use for a round table at this point? Then? <laughs> is there any use for a table? Uh, unfortunately, Chris... Um, Chris there was family, family emergency. Yes, uh, please. If you, if I almost said, if you pray, you know. If you, <laughs> no. For those of you who pray, I, I say it that way. You know, I mean, I'm Catholic, but you know, I say it that way for for those of you who pray, because there may be some people that don't that listen to the show. It's very thoughtful. or if there's anyone listening to the show, <laughs> uh, if you pray, please uh, Keep put Chris. your prayer, Chris and his family, in your prayers. Uh, and your thoughts. Easy. See, if you don't pray, you can leave it in your thoughts. Exactly. Leave it in your thoughts. That's kind of <laughs> that's yeah, that um, should be tattooed across my arm. Leave it in your thoughts. <laughs> leave it in your thoughts. Yeah, because there are some things you come up with that are just kind of like. <laughs> even the way I say things. Better left unsaid. Even the way I th- say things. Because even the text I sent to the entire group here, where you were talking about stuff off the air, yeah. right, that doesn't happen. But. I sent it to that whole, you know, the text to the whole group today, the, the one that you very nicely basically <laughs> went back and, come on guys, if you really, <laughs> you know why, because Beth texted me afterwards and she's like, Rich lacks, Rich lacks social skills, so can you, no, as like, I said, things I should leave, thoughts yeah. I should leave in my head. No. Uh, but, yeah, that was, Beth goes, I can't believe you said that. I was like, well, I was nice all the way up. She's, yeah, but you didn't need to add that. <laughs> and it's obviously two words that we can't, which I go from <laughs> prayers to the, to the GD word. Basically, wow. yeah, some things where um, you need a filter on. As right now. That, that you didn't have a filter on. But yes, we, uh, we tried to uh, correct that. In the, uh, Mikey's kind of chained down at home. Chained down. Well, like literally, do we need to call the cops? Or? Probably. <laughs> uh, no, just joke. That's okay. They don't. Listen. But. She doesn't listen to the show. Um, well, this is a great start. <laughs> well, we oh, we were going to talk about Aladdin because we went and saw it. We were yeah. going to give a little review of it. And since I was at Star Wars Land on the opening day, kind of get a uh, thought. Your thoughts. <laughs> Speaking of getting thoughts from you. <laughs> Getting, getting your. Ex- <laughs> this may be a bad idea. <laughs> Just to get your uh, experience from uh, opening day at Star Wars Land. Yeah, and Star well, there Wars was some Land. other news and stuff that we, you know, we'll kind of go over too. Um, yeah, no, there's a lot of news, especially what this is like the the second week since we've recorded something. So yeah, I'm sure there's tons of news that we. Can well, we didn't record last week because you and I were at right. AEW, which was an amazing wrestling event. Great show, great. Show. Uh, I was actually. That one, I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't surprised because, you know, of knowing who's in it. Right. Well, just knowing and who, who's putting it on. Yeah, knowing who's in charge of it, you just knew it was going to be a good show. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it was just... It was if, if you followed wrestling in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> this was the show, and this is the, the promotion for you. Yes. I mean, 
even uh, I, I know I said this like two or three times during the show when we were walking past the monitors and stuff. Yeah. But the feel of the production, and I'm talking the video production, the way it was shot, mm-hmm. the way the lighting and everything had the feel of old school wrestling. Yes. Like WCW, or even going back to when it was NWA and early WWE. And I, one of the things that I noticed is the cameramen don't have the shots already planned out. Like in the WWE, they know if something's going to happen in the corner, what move it's going to be, and everything. Everything is so choreographed now. Well, even when we were looking, um, all they had was one camera guy near the ring, and then they had two... Uh, two boom operators. Two, basically, yeah. Two cranes uh, with cameras on them. And that's, yeah. that's pretty much it, I think. They didn't have really... There, I mean, there were, I think there were guys. like two or three around the ring, but not much. Yeah. And then you had a couple of the other follow them down the ring, and it looked like old WCW. Yeah, no, it was definitely a really well put together show. Like the card, I, said, I mean, even yeah. the even the the wrestlers we didn't know, like the best friends and whoever they were mm-hmm. wrestling, and even some of the the Japanese women, you were right there in the middle of the ring with them. Yeah. You, I mean. I, I was cheering them on. It was, it was not like okay, these are just fluff matches that you can you know go get a soda or something during. Right. You you end up missing something. Well, really even good. even the one that we thought, oh well, this is a a cupcake match, so let's go get our our drinks and whatnot. And we were watching them on the monitors as they're like as we're waiting in line to get the drinks, and we're like, oh we, yeah, that was <laughs> this that's is amazing. Of this. But yeah, it was it was definitely a fun event. I had a really great time. Top to bottom. And here's yeah. the, here's the weird thing. Um, and I know there's a lot of WWE fans that are just WWE fans. Mm-hmm. They don't care about other wrestling. They don't think you know anything other than the WWE no. is worthwhile. Rob, my yeah. brother-in-law, is the same way. Exactly. He's, I mean, and it's only because he's just been... He's only followed the WWE or F since Hulk Hogan in the 80s. Right. He, you know, you heard him when he left this one. He he was like, "Wow, the WWE's in trouble." <laughs> He's like, "I gotta buy T-shirts. I gotta yeah. find people on their their." But t-shirts. he goes, "Yeah, just <laughs> and stuff like that." Just <laughs> even the way that their storylines and stuff have gotten to me. And we, you know, and we don't have competition. You get lazy. Yeah, you know. No, and then, and what I feel like is I'm like I told you when we were watching the show. I don't feel like WWE is going to change because of this because yeah. they're geared more to. Uh, like lower age audiences, like children and like, you know, younger children, yeah. things like that. So I don't feel like they're going to necessarily change. They may change like programming to try to compete with the acrobatics that some of these I guys do. I think SmackDown's going to like end that. up having to be more like what, you know, where AEW is talking more about wrestling, mm-hmm. less promos and things like that. Yeah. I think because Fox, starting in October, November, whatever it is, is going to have them on primetime. Well, it's TNT, isn't it? No, no, no. Fox for WWE. Oh, okay. SmackDown is going to be on Fridays. They got the death slot. They're Fridays at eight on. You know, yeah. That's never been a good time for shows. <laughs> you know, but unless wonder, you were I unless wonder. you were the um, back in the day with the uh, TGIF shows. Yeah. You know, and even those, you weren't talking. You know, well, that was the more like an event too. Now. That wasn't. That was always an event. TGIF was always like no, 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 oh, no, Friday nights about, you do. No, no, no. Or, Friday nights was you know you're talking, you know Full House yeah. and all those shows that were in that lineup at that time. 
that you they didn't do bad, right. but they're also not talking like 20, 30 million. Oh yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying is that because TGIF was like an event, like a televised event. Yeah, essentially, yeah, Boy Meets World. Yeah. And all those. Anyways, it, you know, wow, we got way off of the two topics. We um, and, you know, this is probably most we've talked about wrestling, with, especially with that Chris here. Yeah, I think that's probably why. That's probably why, yeah. <laughs> but, it was, but it was just such a great thing to see because mm-hmm. it means, you know, it's like, okay, wrestling is, you know, a thing again. That, something that's worth talking about yeah. now. Especially because it was their first, like, big show. And and just sold to, it out just without having there. any TV coverage. Yeah, or... just being there and experiencing that, it was definitely a, a great experience. I'm, I'm glad I was able to go see it. That was a good birthday present, wasn't yeah, it? It was, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, then on Monday, <laughs> that we went and saw Aladdin. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't either. I have some reservations. I didn't dislike but, it. But... As as much as we were talking about before, mm-hmm. we had you know Sebastian's talked about it, Chris has talked about it, Mikey said no, I'm not going to go see it. You know, no. we 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 went back and forth with, you know, as soon as we heard Will Smith as the genie, we went no, and yeah. then the first footage came out and everybody went, oh that's horrible, mm-hmm. it's just Will Smith in blue makeup. Yeah, and going to the movie, we had a lot of reservations because you know. One, it's not Robin Williams, and two, how are you? You, how do you feel the voice shoe steps? The big shoes that are left. The, by yeah, I mean, because it, it wasn't yeah. I mean, it wasn't Robin Williams's performance per se, because it wasn't him on screen doing the genie. Right. Which, but it was, it was also Robin Williams doing. <laughs> Robin what Williams it is doing then. the genie is you know the next meme that's going to come out. Yeah. He's going to have the genie bent over. Oh God. Ah, uh, that's going to be the next anniversary picture. Um, so I, mean, I can say it because I'm a huge Robin Williams fan, always been, you know, yeah. and he would make the same jokes about himself. Mm. Um, or in spite of himself. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, Will Smith, you know. No, that's what the main was filling, was. What I'm saying is it wasn't like Will Smith was fizz, filling the. Visual, you know, uh, Robin Williams' character mm-hmm. as if he were a live-action character. Right. We're talking about Will Smith going into a live-action film just doing the voice. Just but, making that character as big as Robin Williams did. Or right. Or, like, animated. I mean, for lack of a better term. I mean, yeah, it was animated. But, I mean, even it being animated, how animated it was because of Robin Williams. Right. Was, well, you know, and what, what I was trying to get at with was that, you know, there shouldn't be a comparison between the two. Mm. Because it's, you know, when you went and did Dumbo, you know, you're not comparing the actors that are on screen with the characters that were on screen other than, you know, Dumbo itself, really. Yeah. You know, but this one, where it's Will Smith, you know, it, it sh- there shouldn't be a comparison of, of you know, animated to real life because... Yeah. It was just Robin Williams' voices. I'm going way around the world here to get to this one. What I was trying to mean is because Robin Williams made such an a, a impact with his voice on that character it's an in that film, voice. it became such an iconic character. And you just can't imagine. It's, it's as we said before. It's you know all of a sudden if 
Star or Star Wars, you know, changed Darth Vader's voice for a, a film. You know, you can't do that. Or or just think of them wanting to reboot Star Wars and they cast someone else as Luke Skywalker. Like that's always going to be. But I'm talking. I'm talking about just yeah. the voice. The voice is so iconic. Well, yeah, that's with true. that character that within either a cartoon or a live action, you want it to be the same person. Right. You know, when Vader showed up on Rebels, they used James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's such an iconic character, right. it deserved to. And have... while they can, they should, they should always have James Earl Jones do <laughs> Just it, recording anything they can. Just have him record the entire dictionary. I think we talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him in, have him recorded three times, three different ways. Yep. You know, each word three different ways. And then you have it. Exactly. You know? Um, God, that was so, so terrible. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just completely all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, Robin Williams doing the voice, or doing the genie, again, pun intended. Um, <laughs> Lost your train of thought there, huh? There, there, there wasn't a, a, a stall in your, uh, in the, footage there the recording there it was me just losing my train of thought so we were having trouble with will smith as the genie because of the iconic role warren williams did we got into the theater the genie first appears they didn't have just will smith in blue makeup right they literally had him his face like superimposed on a genie body Looked, that looked really good. Looks like from the cartoon. I mean, when he first well, comes out the lamp, wider. he's huge. He's yeah. like this giant... Well, no, theme. no. I just mean because the head was wider than mm. what Will Smith's would have been. The, it oh, yeah. had pointed ears. It, you know, it wasn't just, here's Hall of Will Smith's head, mm. you know, and we're going we're gonna to see Jim Blue. They changed it a little bit to kind of fit yeah. that character. Yeah. I, I mean, you still could tell it was Will Smith, but it was definitely... The classic genie, pointed ears, blue, big head, big body. Yeah. You know, and which was really, I liked the fact that they did that. They made it make sense when he, meaning Will Smith, was more of a human, you know, character. Well, in his human form, yeah. In his human form, it wasn't blue like it was in the cartoon. Yeah. He was, you know, his normal skin tone. Yeah. And they justified how and why it needed to be yeah you know and i thought that was brilliant there were little nods in there the mm-hmm. little easter eggs you know that the, date back the map, to the original yeah. that was good. the little map that they showed and it had the uh caricatures of the original cartoon characters like the sultan well, the, the map the had the had genie moving around yeah but then there was a picture to try to show aladdin the hierarchy of people yeah where it was aladdin then the Sultan, Sultan and, and then the Genie. Yeah. And it was all the original characters yeah. drawn out. That was a nice little nod, I think. That was a nice little nod. Um, the um, There were a couple other little nods. Yago was really good. It was yeah. well done. Alan, I like how they played that. Alan Tunick did an amazing job where he didn't just do... A voice. He, a voice or Gilbert Godfrey's voice. Yeah. He did it more as a animal that could speak. Yeah. Well, he made it talk like a parrot would talk. Right. And, if a parrot could but, actually have coherent thoughts. Right. And I thought that was uh, that was a really good. Uh, that was really good. Idea. Um, and then he did. There was one point where he threw in just a little classic Yago mm. as it's flying away. You can hear it, 
And I was like, that was just a nice little nod because it made sense as mm-hmm. to the way he was talking at that point. Yeah. Um, I, he, Jasmine's new songs, part one and part two, mm-hmm. of what was it? Um, I won't speechless, speechless or something. Uh... Yeah, it was amazing. I thought it was mm-hmm. well done. Uh, I loved, and I was overly happy that they changed the um, Fred Like Me song. Yeah. Uh, it, it made it a, uh, Will Smith's own. Basically. I was going to say, it was Will Smith's own. It didn't interfere with what... what Will, uh, Robin Williams did. I almost said William. William's <laughs> Robin. <laughs> um, it didn't interfere with what the original did with Robin Williams. Yeah. But did say have a couple familiarities out of it. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely just like a re a rewriting of the song. Yeah, had the same uh, like tone musically. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the lyrics were definitely changed up a bit, and uh, I, I think it's it was made a little more modernized to this age for a film. I like the fact that they they stuck to the ethnicities. Ethnicities. Wow. Ethnicities. Ethnicities. Wow. Ethnicities of the I still said it of the what's in that cup you got there right of the characters in the region yeah uh, it worked very very well I thought the acting was spot on mm-hmm. um, I mean I really I I I have nothing but praise for this film which is funny because we're all thinking like oh we don't we don't want to go see it it's gonna be bad and then we just we used kinda, our free ticket <laughs> yeah basically. And it actually turned out to be an enjoyable experience. Now, for me, like Aladdin is one of my favorite Disney movies. Your what? One of my favorite Your Disney favorite? movies. My favorites. I was drinking apparently what you're drinking too, but one of my favorite Disney movies. Um, so for me to see this again, I did have some reservations. I still kind of had some reservations, uh, mainly with like how Aladdin is played. I think Aladdin was great. The actor who plays Aladdin. Uh, Masad Masood or something. something I, don't like I don't remember his name, but um, how can you not? You're you're Persian. It's not like we all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have a special group? No, we don't. I left that Facebook group, but um, but I think he does a good job playing him. Persians always. Dot yes. <laughs> com. Yes, on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook. Yes, um, but. <laughs> But uh, there could have been some quips that Aladdin had from the original that I feel like he kind of missed out on. That I feel like if he did those would be kind of. But is that because back. it wasn't in the? It wasn't in the script. Those quips that you're. you're yeah. So so if it wasn't in the script, then you can't blame the actor for well, not no, doing. Well, no, I know, and I'm saying it's I'm not it's not a total blame on him, but I feel like for the character Aladdin, those quips. We're not which there, ones? Are, which ones specifically? I don't know, he just—it doesn't. He didn't feel like uh, as smart alecky as he was. Really? Because yeah. I thought he was, especially yeah. when he's when I they're, fe- when I they're feel singing like he was more, uh, street rat. Yeah, I feel like he was more like empathetic, but he wasn't like as a smart aleck as he was, you know, in the cartoon. If that makes sense. Because I mean, they did uh, uh, empathetic because yes, because. He, because it still showed those parts where he was like, you know, he takes the the date that he gets to give it to the right. kids and things like that. Um, but you know, just to, the response I mean, to the guards. There's a lot of direct translation. Yes, but like like his response with the guards were just very like, 
back and forth. Uh, no, there were a couple you really good so? ones. Yeah. Um, and then like, just uh, I don't know. It just it just didn't seem. It was well done. It just didn't have all of it that I wanted. And yeah. that's just my my selfish little like thing about it. Well, but, then, but you would, so you like the fact that they didn't do the genie verbatim. Yeah. But you didn't like the fact that they didn't do yes. Aladdin verbatim. And I think that also, <laughs> that harkens a little bit to the fact that I didn't want them to do the genie verbatim. But would you want them to do any of the characters exactly the way they no. were? No, but it, it's just, it, it just for me So you have I a conflict like, of the yeah. fact that you feel like you should have yeah. a conflict with this film, but you don't have a conflict maybe, with this Maybe that's it. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not saying it was bad. I really don't. I really enjoyed his performance. It just, I felt like it was missing something and that I can't really explain what it was Okay, missing. there was just, but it's just a like je ne sais quoi that he didn't have. Apparently, yes. But uh, I liked uh, Jasmine played really well. Uh, Sultan played really well. Even though the Sultan wasn't very short. Right. Danny DeVito should have played him. <laughs> Apparently, Danny DeVito is in the in the running for every role in Hollywood. Right. But um, my the character that I didn't like the most, in my opinion, was Jafar. Really? Yeah, I think Jafar wasn't as menacing. Oh, that yes. You know, as, I'll give you that. As Jafar original. really was. He was more He's maniacal. Very calm. Yeah, but he was, was more like, maniacal than menacing. Yes, and I feel like you know. Some of those over exaggerations from the cartoons that he plays. But, but if you really think about it, when, when you look at Jafar, he's not menacing. And I'm talking about the cartoon. Mm. He's not menacing till he becomes the sorcerer, or you know, or even when when he first. Well, even like when he, he's first discovered, he gets a little menacing, but he gets. Very much menacing when he's the sorcerer, then becomes a snake, mm. and then becomes a genie. All of that point on, it's very menacing, very imposing in the cartoon. Yeah. You kind of get, I, I think that it was, this one was maniacal. It wasn't as Jafar was very slow. No, it wasn't that he was slow. He was very calm. But no, it I was think. calm, but he also had kept his demeanor and, mm. you know. There was almost a, a royalty, you know. He, I am better than you. Do not come near me. Oh, you're looking at me. You're dead, you know that type of thing. Where and secretive, he was kind of the Count Dooku, of you know mm-hmm. of the Sith. You know, Dooku was always very calm. Where, right. Whereas Sidious, you know, he was calm and everything, but it was more out in the open when he was Sidious. Yeah. And when he was Palpatine, the senator, you know, it was more jovial. Oh, I can be, a, you know, free yeah. and, you know, things like that. And, but even but like where if you look Dooku, at... when he was a Jedi, he was still very... I'm doing Lando. It sounds like I'm doing Lando in my head. <laughs> but he was very, you know, still and calm and, you know, hello, right. I'm the Count. I'm Count Dooku. Do not come near me. You know, you are a peasant. And Jafar was very much that same thing. Yeah. Now Scar, Scar, even though he had that that je ne sais quoi, that you know, yeah, it's twice I've used French. Um, <laughs> he had that 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 stillness to him, but it was that works for him. But it was, but he was also a little bit, you know, he he he'd smack you around, 
Whereas Jafar, no, 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 no. You will smack him for him, and he will smack the other guy on your account. You know, he was he was the one that didn't do the touching or smacking. Somebody else did it for him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's like Aladdin. It's something that I can't really explain. But there's something missing from his character. But um, out of every character that was there, Raja was good. Yeah, the tiger. <laughs> the carpet the, was great. The new character of the handmaiden was really good. Yeah. Um. And it was it was interesting to kind of even the, even the even uh, I forget the head guard's name now. Hakim. Hakim. Yeah. That was pretty spot on. That's what I was gonna say. They they kind of touched on the guard, and he kind of had a moment. Uh, in the movie, you know, like once Jafar wishes to be the Sultan and everything, he's kind of, has that kind of conflict, and it was kind of nice to see that, you know, yeah. like it's it's a new character in that in that conflict. Well, it's so, not a new character, but well, I mean, it, you it's, don't, it's not newly a developed, right? It's not a character that you saw have that conflict, or it was when, more developed in the, in the live live action yeah. than it was in the cartoon. Yeah. So I mean, overall, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I think it was it was a really good adaptation. Uh, would I go see it again? Maybe not until it's out on like DVD or something. But I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I buy but. almost all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's not something I'm rushing back to see uh, in the theater, but it's definitely it's definitely a good one. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, where would you, so? Obviously, Lion King is getting to come out. And then Maleficent 2, which that one seems to be where she's actually going to be the evil witch that she right. is. Well, like the first one was really kind of like sympathetic to her. Wasn't it was it? very yeah. sympathetic to her. It made her seem kind of like a, as a good guy. But see, here's the thing. Because we were talking about going to compare it to all the other live action, you know, Disney... Um, animated crossover mm-hmm. or not crossover but you know crossing from animation to live action right uh, Maleficent and Alice in Wonderland really can't put in to the same category and even Dumbo to a degree because they're not direct adaptations mm-hmm. as Beauty and the Beast right Aladdin Lion King um, what was the, there was another one though that seemed to be a direct um no, it's because, and even Winnie the Pooh, which was, you know, we forget it was a live action, you know, crossover from, right. the, you know, but it was done. That was know, also from, like, the point of Christopher Robin. Basically. Right. Well, it was, it was done, not really, the, um, the, remember there was being Christopher Robin, which was yeah. uh, totally different than the Winnie the Pooh, Christopher, or, er, Christopher Robin film, mm-hmm. or yeah, the the Disney. What was that the most recent one with Ewan McGregor? That was the Disney one. Is that the being Christopher Robin? No. no, okay. That was just Christopher Robin. Okay. And that one, you know, it didn't follow a previously recorded, you know, media film or film TV or animation. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Jungle Book was nearly, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Jungle Book. It was pretty. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't as close as Aladdin and Beauty and Beast because there were the songs weren't as pronounced. Right. 
it wasn't, hey, we're doing a musical version of the Jungle Book, like, you know, the cartoon. Yeah. You know, it did have some, a little bit more music than, than well, I guess they did. Well, there's two live-action Jungle Books, technically, right? There's the one that Well, Mowgli like, isn't, I mean, Mowgli is more of the story outside, you know, that's not the Disney-fied. Oh, okay. The Disney-fied one, you know, has King Louie. And all you know, the all these characters that are kind ago. of more animated. You know, I mean, you know, I the Mowgli one is a lot darker, and a lot of people think they like it better than that one. That's but the John Favreau one. That's that the John Favreau one. That's more of the original, more of the original. Well, I mean, talent. they're both John Favreau, I think. No, 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 no. Andy Serkis did Mowgli. No, I mean, uh, it was directed by John Favreau, no. wasn't it? No. Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Um, but that one follows more of the original book. Yeah. Whereas Jungle Book, the Disney one, was more of a re- retelling, of the, retelling of the animated one. And it's, I mean, it's close, but I mean, it's not, it's not as close as Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. Aladdin. You know, and granted, you know, I, I like the fact that they they've added scenes and some plot points mm. that are different than the original movie. Yeah. You know, like Beauty and the Beast had where her mother died and she, you know, she goes back to that um that windmill and sees, you know, the be- the beast takes her there and allows her to see. Well, she gets to see it like on the mirror the, right. of what happened to her mother basically. Right. And then um you know, there was a little bit with Aladdin with Jasmine's story where, you know, she wants to be Sultan. And it's not anything that, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's people, well, they ruined that movie because they wanted to make a it's woman empowerment. Feel, you know, yeah. here we are again, you know, me too, and all this stuff. But it, I liked it. I thought mm. it made more sense. And it helps to wrap up the story in one movie. Yeah. You know, and it also... You know, it's more than oh well. You know, my daddy's Sultan, so I he can make the change. Where he says it, you know, oh well, I'm Sultan, I can change the laws. Right. You know, I did also like the fact that they threw in where the genie told him that his third wish could be to erase the law, mm-hmm. because it's almost like well, Aladdin, you could have done that in the very beginning. Right. <laughs> that could have been your first wish. <laughs> I didn't think about it till right now. You know? Well, you could do this, Genie. <laughs> why didn't you tell me that originally? <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. it was. I, I. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast, and I like Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. I thought it. I, I thought Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson was in that. Emma Watson <laughs> did an amazing job as Belle. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and there were some people that had you know problems with it. I didn't. I enjoyed that movie. Um, Dumbo, I enjoyed. I, you know, there were moments of Dumbo that harkened back to the original, and it was really good. And I, you know, yeah. I know that microphone's right there, and I keep rubbing my hand. Um, but see, then again, I, I'm I'm kind of biased because I enjoyed at least the first Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked it. I I like Johnny Depp. But the second one's kind of, eh, take it, hit or, hit or miss. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it, no, I mean, it, the thing is, we have these reservations, and it's okay to have those, because it, it gives you less of an expectation when you go see it, and then it turns out to be really good. Yeah. Like the, I'm taking, for example, like now, you know, um, Robert Patton, Pattinson is officially announced as the Batman. Oh, look, we got some news in yeah. there. <laughs> and I'm just kind of, yeah, I'm, I have my reservations, but then I also was, I was like that for Ben Affleck, and I thought... Were you that for Heath Ledger? No. Because there were a lot of people that yes, were... Yes, there was. I, I really liked Heath Ledger. See, I've always, I've always been amazing. I always loved it. I mean, yeah. like, I told Beth, if, you know, if I was going to to sleep with a man, it would be Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm Brokeback, watching Brokeback Mountain going, Maybe? Yeah, you know, I, he could take me up that mountain. Um, but, you uh, know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, like, I had my reservations about Ben Affleck, too, and then when I saw him play Batman, he, he, he does a good Batman. It's just, you know, unfortunately, he was in a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so I'm... I'm well, I, I have see, my reservations. I he, I, and I actually... When I watched Batman vs. Superman, I thought he did a better job than anyone else in the film. Yeah. You know. And I, and, and I take it to a part being how much of a comic book fan Ben Affleck is. So right. he has that character down. Right. Um, and so, like, like I said, I'm, we have these reservations. It's good to have. Uh, just in case the movie does suck, then you're not really expecting anything, right? <laughs> so if you go in, well, you know, this movie could be good or bad. Yeah. Okay, I walk out. Well, the movie wasn't, you know, I, it was bad. I, it was a bad movie. Yeah. See, you know, I went in thinking, you know, it could be good, it could be bad. So, you know, I came out. It was and bad. I'm okay. It exactly. doesn't bother me. So, I mean, and that's, that's how I was with Aladdin. You know, we were expecting... <laughs> It to be bad with the genie and everything, and we came out and enjoying it. And so, uh, I feel like it's okay to have those reservations. You okay there? It's yeah. You're just you know. Hey, I can take it. I can leave it. It's okay. It's, that's such your personality. <laughs> when when have you thought me to be anything? Dark? Everybody else is raging on the on the internet. <sighs> The Last Jedi is the most horrible movie I've ever seen. Oh, it was okay. You know, I could take it. I can leave it. You know. Exactly. Uh, you know. I, if I'm going to do reviews a, for a movie, I'm not. I'm not a keyboard warrior. <laughs> this is why you're not a critic. Or you don't do the nerdables. Exactly. <laughs> we, actually, we should have you do that for every movie. Ethan, come in and tell us what you thought of the movie. Hey, it was good. I didn't think it was good or bad. You know. And now all of a sudden, doing Jerry Seinfeld. You know. <laughs> What's the deal with the What's the deal with Ethan in the movies, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, right. uh, I I think it's just as good, if not better, than a, m- almost all, or if not most, of the Disney animated to live action films. Yeah. No, definitely. And it's, it's, uh, it's enjoyable. I can, yeah. I can watch it again. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Well, you still got some free tickets, right? <laughs> I can could, I could go pay to see that movie. Huh. Yeah, I, I would pay to see it. <laughs> I think that's what Beth said, too. She came back and she goes, I, I, you know, I would have paid to see that movie. Yeah. I didn't think I'd like it, but I did, you know? Well, also, if you think about it, just with Disney's track record recently, have they really made a bad movie recently? Um, to the point where you just hated, hated it? Um... 
I don't I can't think of any right now. Cause see, even the ones that people would say are bad, like you know John Carter, I really liked. I've probably yeah. seen John Carter more than a dozen times. I like it. I enjoy it. I think it's a good movie. I think it's very underrated. Um, Lone Ranger. Eh, I've watched it. I think I've seen it maybe once. Oh, no, I've seen it once, definitely. I think I may have seen it twice. And that's probably more because it has Johnny Depp in it. But even then, I was just, yeah. you know, it was kind of like, um, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll leave it. Um, but yeah, I think... Yeah. I think, you know, it, it makes me more excited to see Lion King. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, we'll, before we get to the, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, um, now we are just like tearing up the sounds with those microphones. Uh, <laughs> what did you, did you, saw, did you see the, the how to get uh, Deadpool into Spider-Man 3? I did, see, I did read a little bit of it, um, but it makes it sound like he's not... In it, but he's in the MCU, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But they could do it through Spider-Man 3. Yeah, with the whole multiverse thing. Yeah. Since Especially because this movie, they're, they're talking <laughs> He about jumps in through the multiverse. Hey, where am I? He comes Wait. in, he comes in on, the, on uh, Richard, <laughs> Richard Reed's back. Or, you know what would be funny is, you see he sends another note. Because remember how Ryan Reynolds sent the note saying, you know, to the Avengers... And it was it had Tony Stark, you know, saying no or something. Yeah. Now in the hey, now that Tony's dead, can I? Can, <laughs> yeah, can, I'm want to be an Avenger now. <laughs> can I be an Avenger now? Now that you know Cap's gone and Tony's dead. <laughs> hey Thor, you seem to be more fun now. <laughs> um, no. Um, uh, oh, um, I was I'm trying to think. I was scrolling through a lot of stuff. Um, what do you think about the uh, rumors that a uh, Walking Dead star may end up in uh, Phase Four? Since we're talking about Marvel, oh, I think we can say the star's name, David Morrissey, yeah, who played just, the uh, yeah. who played the Governor, seasons three and four. Uh, I I think that's fine. He's a good actor. I enjoy. So. He he did an episode where he thought he was a doctor in mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, so why not? I mean, yeah. They just. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out what character. I wonder if he'd be playing a villain or something. Too. Well, he could be. He'd do a really yeah, good job he, as a villain. Yeah. Because he's in. You know, like when I talk about menacing, I think of in the governor, and that's the, menacing the, to me. You know? Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's got a good bad guy down, um, and I think because of, I mean, unfortunately, he's kind of been typecast into a villain I, role. But yeah, but people were talking about Adam Strange or Doctor or uh, Doctor Warlock, Adam Warlock. You're <laughs> <laughs> mixing two people there. Both, uh, both times. Um, I don't know about I I don't I couldn't see him as Adam Warlock. No, I couldn't see him as Adam Warlock either. Just no, that character. Um, that character needs to be more I'm trying to think who could be Adam Warlock. Um, Zach Efron. No. <laughs> Danny DeVito. I want to say Woody Harrelson. That could work too. Um, 
But Zac Efron, I mean, if you want to go younger, mm-hmm. might not be bad. Um, John Cena. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, he's, no. He, he's now doing uh, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader for Nickelodeon. Um, I was trying to think who else could be, but you can go with Nathan Fillion yeah, if you want to go too. with somebody that people would really want in that role. Yeah. Um, he would be a good fit. You know, Eric played the voice for him before. Eric Bowser. For Adam Warlock? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. (laughs) He did a good, it was a nice, it was a good voice too. It was pretty much his own voice, but he just kind of added more je ne sais quoi to it. (laughs) I think that's the title of this episode. Je ne sais quoi? But yeah. Good, yeah. But, uh, no, that's that's cool. Eric should play. What, do you need one of them? No, Eric should play uh, Adam Warlock. I don't know. I don't know if everybody like you know. Um, yeah, it would work. It totally works. A Filipino Canadian. Yeah. No, totally. I don't know if that. People might go. That voice doesn't go with him, man. <laughs> Something's wrong with that. They can CGI it. <laughs> they made Cap uh, puny and scrawny. Yeah. You know they can they can reverse it for Eric. First, they won't even let Eric do movies because they got to get a name celebrity there. <laughs> Eric, if you happen to listen, sorry. Hey, you know, he's he was Bugs Bunny. He's a Fozzie Bear. He is still his Bugs Bunny. Yeah. He's all of the Beagleys on DuckTales. There you go. Um, he's, he's done Fozzie over 500. Bear. Fozzie, Fo- baby Fozzie Bear. Yeah, see? He's, uh, he's a good enough talent. He's amazing talent. <laughs> um, speaking of amazing talent, Brent Spiner is going to return his data. For Picard. For Picard. Yep. For Picard. For Picard. Uh, no, I think I. I don't know how that show's going to work because so far all we've seen is him farming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say he's him and his winery. Yeah. Um. Which kind of makes sense that it would be like that if he's going to retire because in the closing episode, the final episode, all good things. Um. That's what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, but he's a lot older. Yeah. But he, he's farming, because, I mean, his family had a vineyard. I mean, Patrick Stewart's pretty old, so... Yeah. Well, but he was, I mean, no, he was, like, older, older. Yeah. You know, he, like, he had, I don't think he'll ever get, but, you know, he had liver spots and stuff. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think, uh, Adam West. <laughs> Jeez. You're just getting everybody mixed I'm up. I'm telling you, I'm just getting everybody into it. Um, I... Don't think Jean-Luc Picard or um, Patrick Stewart will ever have liver spots. And that's where I was going with that. I'm going off on my own tangents that are just... (laughs) So anyways, um, the Dark Crystal put out their trailer. Oh my god! I think I had an orgasm when I saw it. So we shouldn't turn on any black Oh my god, it was amazing. (laughs) Arabella, we Thursday before we left for Disney, mm-hmm. um, her phone had died. Apparently, the logic board just decided to quit on her, and so we took it over to to uh, Apple Store, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we you know since we didn't have an appointment, we had to get there at like nine nine thirty in the morning, yeah. so that two little guys can walk out and you know, uh, excuse me. Uh, could you uh, give me your name and everything? And what's wrong with your phone? 
So then I could go back in the store and have to explain it a hundred times over. Anyways, um, they it was just you know I'm sitting there flipping my phone since we have a half hour to kill, and all of a sudden one thread, two threads, four threads, five, ten threads of you know the uh, dark the dark crystal. The journey begins as the dark darkness rises, whatever the trailer was called or something. Now it's a prequel, right? To it's the, a prequel to the movie. It's a it's a total prequel, and it looks gorgeous. Yeah. It is everything the original was and more. Yep. And I just stood there. I had my volume on my phone up all the way, <laughs> and Arabella standing there, both looking at it, going just both drooling. And I, people around us are like, "What the hell are they watching?" <laughs> but it was just well. It's a good thing it was just the dark crystal. You know, just. My God, it was so good looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm so, and it comes out on the, my birthday weekend. Yeah. Well, you're, you're like a huge fan of the Dark, Dark Crystal. Crystal. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and uh, Labyrinth, too, right? Yeah. I, but see, I loved all those 80s movies that were, you know. Muppets. Well, <laughs> it wasn't just Muppets. It was a, almost like a futuristic you know, medieval type, mm. you know, type films. You know, Crawl. Uh, crawl, like a crawl is just, you know, just like, it was almost like the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, was, you know, but in the same tone and color palette and things like that. Right. You know, um, Excalibur came out, which, you know, it's, it's, that's medieval, you know, but it was all, all those movies seemed to come out around the same mm. time. And, oh, I just, I loved them. Yep. Yeah. No, it, it looks good. Uh, I I don't think I've ever seen Dark Crystal original. Oh my god, we're at this. We're at this now. Watch it. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this looks good. Um, no. Yeah. Probably end up watching. You, you you should watch the Dark Crystal before you watch the well, show. I'm sure, yeah, because it's gonna probably touch on things too. It will because yeah I, I yeah oh, so good. <laughs> um, and speaking of things that are so good. Oh my God! Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge, mm -hmm. the planet of Batu. I'm is, guessing you hated it. Is so amazing in every single way. No. Oh my God! It's there's 1,400 cast members that work the land. Yeah. It, each one of them has their own unique backstory that you can ask them about and they will tell you. That's cool. It's when you step in, as soon as you enter right now through Critter Country, mm. that's the third entrance. So you go underneath the train bridge. Yeah. As you're going under the train bridge, you hear a little bit of John Williams' music starting to come up. The further you step in and away from Disneyland... The louder it gets, the sounds of creatures and you know and animals and stuff start to fill in, and then you are completely immersed. I mean, it's sounds of of starfighters taking off and landing overhead so much so that you're looking up like, you know, as a natural reaction of where's this thing landing? You yeah, know? and it's like, oh my god, it is so amazing. So you couldn't even tell that you're in Disneyland no, while you're in there. You right? lose, 
If it wasn't for the fact of people walking around with Disney balloons and bags and things yeah. like that, and so many people in just normal, you know, Earth attire, yeah. you could literally lose yourself here. And the great thing is, you can't uh, adults can't dress up in costumes at Disneyland, mm. but you can do what they call Disney style. Yeah. So if you are on the planet Batu, for instance. If you're wearing, you know, a vest and you know a you know scarf around your neck, a you know like even a blaster pistol, you know a, a blaster holster is empty or just like a belt that hangs down, mm. and you know you got your pants tucked into your boots and you look, you know, and you got a lightsaber hanging from belt or whatever, you can get away with that. Well, yeah. Now, if you dress up as a stormtrooper or a full Jedi robes. Then that's when they would. Stop that's what it. I was wondering because they sell. They the sell Jedi it there. Rolls, but you and can't what people them. were doing inland were, they were buying the tunics and stuff, and they would put them on immediately. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a, yeah. Yeah. So I told Beth, I said, what we need to do is when we know we're going to go to Batu, because you don't call it, and no one in Disneyland will call it Star Wars Land or Galaxy's right. Edge. They call it. Oh, you're going to Batu. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, when, when are you traveling to Batu? You know, your shuttle, and even when you're there, they tell you, you know, because you only have four hours, oh, your shuttle is landing, you know, over here or over here, meaning the exits, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're traveling back to Disneyland. Yeah. The cool thing is, if you go to Star Tours and do the Star Tours experiment, experience, you land on Batu at the end of it. Oh, yeah. So then if you just close your eyes, from Star Tours and Tomorrowland and just walk across. to Star Wars Land. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're already in Batu. <laughs> you know, you always thought you were in Batu. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's, I, I told Beth I wanted to do that. She goes, how are you going to do that? I said, you're going to hold my hand all the way. <laughs> she goes, no. Um, the funny thing personally, is... Personally, like, purposely going to make you bump into things? Yeah. I said, you'll, you'll just leave me in Toontown or somewhere. Yeah. Um, as soon as you walk in, there's a cart with the the Pepsi or the Cokes and yeah. the, the the water, you know, that all have the you know. And everything in the land is written in like the alien language. It's not like yes, there's nothing, no signs or anything. That's no, but there are. I mean, there are some kind. There's some signs, you know, like exit. But the, like restroom, <laughs> yeah, you can tell, you know, that it says restroom, but it the letters are shaped more in the. Oh my God! It's a. What's the language called? Uh, oh, I just, just turned in my Star Wars card. It's yeah. one of those days. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's so that style font. Yeah. Just saying restroom. You go into the and you go into the restroom. You know, it's kind of like you know, uh, Harry Potter is where you know the restrooms even have that feel mm. of wherever you are. You know that you're in Harry Potter's world. This yeah. you walk in. It feels like you're in some outpost, you know. There's a, like a sink that has it's just pipes. a hole in the ground. No, no, that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, not. I'm sure a lot of people would hate that. Um, but yeah, there they would, you know. Um, uh, Arabesh. 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 It just clicked in my it clicked <laughs> clicked in my head as I hit Google. There uh, go. No, so um, everything you know, like the restroom. It almost looks like Arabesh, but it's not. Um, but the restroom, you know, has this big pipe thing in the middle that has water, the water in the mm. hand dryers, you know, so it, they did a good job of even going down to the detail of the bathrooms. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens when things slow down and they open it up more and they start putting Expanding the droids there. You know, they said they were going to have droids roaming around, yeah. and I'm hoping they will have uh, alien, you know, like aliens walking around too. I said the best job you would ever have there is to be the guy that says, "Okay, today." Or to be the one that you know, gets told, today you're going to wear this alien costume around for like two hours. Just go into the shop. You know, like you're really purchasing stuff. Yeah. You know, here, or give them, which is really cool because they actually have a, and I'll show it to you in a little bit, they have a gift card that's yeah. a metal chip. It's, it's like, like credits. So you can put on there as much as you want. I said, that's awesome. So I said, so... I can actually come in here and do my monetary exchange and have it where I'm just paying with. Paying by credits. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we cool. actually, we got one. You had to put $100 on it. And I'm like, okay, well, we're going to spend that. So if you know you're going to, and, and this is a big recommendation. It's in the Droid Depot. Mm-hmm. But if you go in there and you know you're going to spend, let's say you're gonna, you know you're going to spend like $300. Put the $300 on the credit chip. Yeah. Then just use that as your money. Yeah. Put your wallet away. Don't think about your, your credit card or anything. And just use the chip. Yep. It's more fun. Especially when you walk up to one of the cast members and you hand it to them and they go, oh, I can't take that. I wish I could. That looks really cool. But I can't take that. And you get to go, <laughs> yes, you do. Because it's about two money. And they, you know, which happened to me. And I looked there and said, oh, so I guess you must be new to Batu." <laughs> nice. And, you know, and they have certain, certain um, phrases that they say for, like, good morning or good day. Yeah. You know, it's bright suns for when the, you know, good night mm-hmm. is uh, rising moons. Yeah. And um, to see you again is till the spire. I think the other one is good run, which means good luck. Mm-hmm. They don't have one for thank you. <laughs> and I, I caught you know, and I noticed myself saying thank you a lot, a lot. And I walked up to him. I said, "Who did I see about suggestions?" Yeah. I said, "Because you really should come up with a phrase for thank you." I said, "Because you, you, you say that probably one of the most things that you say here, mm-hmm. and the client, I mean clients, and the guests say it. So if the guests are saying it, that means they're getting more immersed. Yeah. You know, and I told one other one. She goes, "Oh, how about you too?" I'm like, you that's too? good. No. You know, like, you know, thank you, you too. Thank you, you too. Although yeah. the problem was, I said, you too, to her at the end, and then she said, you too, and I said, you too, and it just kept going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's she, why you need to work And she goes, it. wow, that could have gone on forever. <laughs> yep. But it was, you know, we were starting to have fun and just playing the land. And I was like, I bought a Sabacc game, you know, mm-hmm. a card game. I bought Sabat cards to learn to play because I I played years ago and I played on um, on uh, Knights of the Old Republic one and two. No, I play Sabat all the time, mm-hmm. but I need a, a refresher. I thought it'd be so much fun to just uh, go in there in a cost you know in costume, sit down in the cantina when you know this is like you know months from now when everything's slow yeah. and you're really good at Sabat, and then just sit there and play people in Sabat. Yep. At the canteen, I'd like, you know, that would be your thing. Every time you go to the land. Well, what they would need is some sort of like underground 
spot where you, you know like sabak games happen right you but know, you like, know but the canteen is a great place for it that too yeah but then you know there are some spots where you where there's like, droid fighting and you're yeah. just sitting at a sabak table but you know it was it's it was just it's one of those things where if you know you're going to be at disney I, and beth is already like i don't know how i'm going to pull you out of here i'm like <laughs> just leave me in the cantina and i'll stay there until you guys are done writing whatever you want <laughs> and then just come back and get me yeah and she's like I could see you doing that. <laughs> she goes, but that's not fun for us because we like going around the park with you. I'm like, but that would be just, you know, you sit there, you can have a drink or two every once in a while, and just, you know, play people in Sabacc. Yep. You get tired, you, after a while you get up and you walk around, you know, you go get something to eat or, you know, whatever. Yep. And it's just, that's your thing. Yep. You'd be, every time you're there, and somebody, after a while, people would, oh, look, the Sabacc guy's here, you know? Yeah. And that, you know... I just, yeah, you know, I know Chris is like, oh, when I go, I don't want to be that immersed and things like that. Uh, for me, seeing, especially seeing some people that are dressing up just for the day, mm-hmm. you know, people that had bought their tickets and made their reservations, seeing them already coming in costumes that would fit with Batu made me really wish I had done it yeah. right then because it was just the more, I mean, it, it's just, it, it's so much fun. I, I put my phone away. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have my phone on me the entire time I was in there. Yeah. Beth took the pictures. You well, know. that's the other thing I was going to ask you is because they have an app for the Disney Play. For Beth too. Yeah. yeah. And so like did it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, with Beth's phone, and with mine, I'll do it because it'll be like with being a data pad. I didn't want to do it the first time because I caught myself looking at everything. You know, I mean, I'm looking up, you know, when everybody else is looking down, hmm. I'm, I'm taking my time walking through places. Right. You know. And I feel like for your first time there, you should be. Yeah. Just fully trying to I'm like, just look at everything. I'm just trying to take in everything. Did you see the hidden Mickeys on some of the walls? I didn't look. No. I didn't see them, but I didn't look. They're just like, you know, kind of with the texture in the wall. Yeah. You can see like little outlines of the Mickeys. So I saw but there's like online. there's there's blaster shot you know holes in the wall yeah. uh, in the Falcon there yeah you know, <clears throat> walking into the Falcon the first time because mm-hmm. I did I didn't get to do the cantina and I didn't get to do the build your lightsaber experience mm-hmm. uh, I could have done the droid but we walked through the droid area you know the yeah. droid uh, droid depot which I noticed the only thing at the park that bugged me was that the um, the R two D two they have for sale for twenty five thousand mm. dollars is not R two D two. It I don't know what droid it is, but its blue detail, all of the blue on it, is the blue of our microphones, which is more of a, a teal blue. Um, and it bugged me the whole time. I yeah. wanted to tell him at the counter, and I knew which guy was controlling him. I just wanted to say, that's not R two D two. That's not him. You've got to tell these people, quit taking pictures with him and thinking it's R2-D2. He's like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> Beth, Beth just kept going, please don't do that. Please don't do that. But it's bugging me. It's just, bugging just me. let it go, man. Just let it go. It still bugs me. I was in the R2 Builders group, and I told them, it's bugging me. You know, somebody put a picture up. I said, that's not R2-D2. They also went, shut up, nerd. <laughs> and one of them went, what? And a couple other people, said, after I made the comment, said, yeah, 
You know, I noticed that too. It was not our, you know, that's not the color. Yeah. You should know this too, Ethan. I mean, you're, you, you've helped. I've only spent three and a half years trying to build one. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. When I first, so I, we were walking around, and, you know, you walk around, we went past the first order area, and I'm still, I'm looking at it, taking it, and they've got, they've got one of the, um, you know, the Imper- or the, the first order ships there. Uh, it looks more like a cargo ship, kind of, you know, it's got the bent wings and everything. Yeah. But, um, this is gorgeous. Is it kind of like the ship um, from Rogue One? Uh, no, no, no. It's more, it's more like the Grand Inquisitor ship. Hmm. But that's, you know, that was more of a TIE fighter with these big curved right. wings. But this one, it's, it's more of a cargo ship with the big curved wings. Uh, I'm sure somebody's already, you know, and I just, you know, I haven't looked to see what model ship that is. Yeah. But Beth and Arabella got in line for the blue and green milk, and I was walking around for a minute, and I'm walking down the street, and I turn the corner, and I see the cockpit of the Falcon. (laughs) And I'm standing there. I'm literally in the middle of the street. I'm standing there. As soon as I saw this, I lost my breath, and every hair on my body stood straight up i had goosebumps i had you know down like every sensation you could have i have and then i realized i can't go see this entire falcon until i've got the girls with me that's not fair (laughs) you know and i said besides if i could walk right now and see the entire falcon i'm going to cry i'm going to be on the ground crying crying like a baby (laughs) It, oh my god! So I went back to get the girls, and we walked up. Forget there. the milk. Come here, quick. No, they got the milk. They they did not like the green milk. Matter of fact, they made the same face that Luke Skywalker made when he drank the green milk. Yeah. Well, they did. <laughs> it's kind of that squinted face, like ooh, you know. The milk's gone bad. <laughs> they used rice milk, which yeah. is good because then you know anybody can drink it. Yeah. Um, the. It, the green one had more of like a passion fruit mango type taste mm. or aftertaste. Okay. Whereas the blue just kind of had more of a blue raspberry, you know, slushy taste. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ended up drinking both of them in line for the Falcon. But what was really cool about the Falcon also on the outside is they keep people far enough away from it so that you can take a picture with it. And it looks like no one else is in the park with you. No. It's amazing. And so, you know, when we, ended up, we got our picture taken. I'll, show, I'll have to show you. And I'll put it up on Facebook, too, <laughs> and Instagram. Um, but it's just us, and it's the Falcon. There's no one around. I think that's the, the picture I saw that you sent, or Beth put on her Instagram. Probably, yeah. I the think, three yeah, of you, that's right? One. Okay, yeah. yeah, I saw that one. That um, was, uh, so you know, and you, so when you're walking through, you're walk, you're walking through Hondo Spaceport. Mm-hmm. Hondo is a character for people that don't know that started in the Clone Wars. Who's a pirate, and was in the, Rebels. The animatronic they created is that yes. him? Okay, Hondo Naka. Uh, he is the you know he's in he's in charge. He's a pirate. He's a scoundrel. He's you know he's a smuggler. Mm-hmm. So you're basically working for him as a smuggler. Yeah. Um, and so you go through, you know, you see some of his, you know, like you're going through his, his spaceport, you know, he's got, you know, there's a, there's an engine up there they're testing and stuff. 
and you're hearing all kinds of dialogue over the radio and everything. And then you get to Hondo, who's telling you about the mission, and that <clears throat> he's borrowing the Falcon from Chewie because in order for the the resistance to get enough coaxium, mm -hmm. which is fuel, we know now from from Solo, yeah. is needed to get for the resistance. So in the, the, the trade-off was he gets to use the Falcon and hire a crew to fly the Falcon, and then Chewie can have the coaxium. Mm. So, you know, when you get in there, you, you, they divide you, they find, figure out how many people you are, and then they, uh, they give you your flight assignment. So you're either a pilot, a gunner, or an um, 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 engineer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, of course, there were, since there were only three of us, we had three people we didn't know, which yeah. one of them was a little kid, and it was like him, his mom, and his grandma, yeah. and he's probably five, six. <laughs> I mean, one of the, probably not now. Because so he was the gunner, right? No, he was the pilot. <laughs> him and his mom. <laughs> we hit everything you could possibly hit, and then some. Yeah. I swear we hit some invisible objects in space, just because we were hitting something. <laughs> they're the pilots one pilot does up and down the other pilot does left and right pilots don't work together yep. yeah yeah we hit everything in black spire landing and taking off <laughs> um and then at one point it says you know we hit this button that's at the top of the panel for you know to hit a boost or something for light speed the kid couldn't reach it at all you know we have Grandma on one gun and Arabella on the other gun. <laughs> so you know what that's got to be like. Arabella doesn't stop firing. We're we're going through, you know, we're we're taking off from uh, from Black Spire, and you know from Batu, and she's firing away. I'm like, Bella, wait for a target. <laughs> you know, she was just excited. She's the like, engineer's yeah, I got a job. Gun. <laughs> the engineer's jobs, which was Beth and I. I was very upset that the first time in the Falcon, I'm not flying. I'm not the pilot. So anyways, I'm back there, you know, it, you know, hitting the buttons, every one of them. You know, I'm really into it, like, you know, doing my job. That's over there. One button, two button. I'm like, no, hit them faster. Come on, let's go. Get the, oh, you're crap. You know, I was trying to get into it. Anything. But when they give you your assignment, right? That's why you got to go with the you know, group that you know. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, Ethan, you got to go. We only have five people. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, we were, uh, when they give you your assignment and then you, they say, okay, come on. And then you walk through this hallway and then there's a, you know, there, there's, there's the door. Yeah, it's already open. You, you're, you're at the, uh, the door to the cockpit or no, 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 the door to... just to get onto the Falcon. Is it the ramp? No, you because you're, you're, uh, docked up. Um, hmm. what's it called? Um, Anyways, you walk in and you know you got those brownish white mm. puffy, you know pieces all around. I'm standing there and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm in the Falcon. Yep. And in the corridor, I'm like, I'm seeing all of the movies play out where they're running through, mm -hmm. and I'm like, that's where R two had to uh, stop the you know stop the electrical fire. That's where he put C three PO. That's where Han, Han and Chewie ran through, you mm -hmm. know. And then you turn the corner, 
and you're in the main lounge area. Yeah. Over there's the dungeon table. You know, over there's where Han sat, and people are usually allowed to sit there, right? And I'm walking, just trying to take everything in. And I get to about the center room, and they call our group. I'm like, no, no. Give me a second. I haven't got. I didn't get. I didn't get to sit down. No. <laughs> just you, you know. And you know. I don't, I, I don't know. I, you know, so we're getting. I'm getting pulled out of that room, down the hallway. Turn around, and you're in the hallway leading to the cockpit. Oh, I'm getting chills now just talking about it. Yeah, you, know, you you turn around behind. You know, in front of you is the cockpit. Behind you is the ladder to the gunner station. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be a gunner and go there. I don't want to sit in the cockpit cockpit and do it. I want to go sit in the chair. I want to have. Can't sit in the chair. I, I want to hurt my thumbs, like, like Beckett says when he when the cannon gets shot in Solo. Yeah, I want to. I want to be in the chair. I, I want to have the the display screen. But then you know you nope. go. You, you're going to haunt the doors for the the uh, the cockpit are closed, and you you stand there and and Honda comes on the screen that's right outside the cockpit. And he tells you, okay, get ready. And all of a sudden, the, doors, the door of the, the cockpit opens. And you walk in, and you're on the Falcon's cockpit. You're in, you're in the cockpit. <laughs> you know, granted, I'm going, there's too many chairs in here. It's, you know, th- th- there's not six chairs in the Falcon cockpit. I don't think they built it to scale. No, of course not. <laughs> but... <laughs> but you, it's it, oh my gosh! I'm look, looking back and I'm like, wait, my chair's in the way. I can't see L three because mm-hmm. you know L three was put into the nav computer. Yeah. And the nav computer's on the back wall. Yeah, you know, and it's like ah, oh buttons, oh buttons, damn, Millennium Falcon buttons! I get to push buttons. <laughs> like there's no dice, but I get to push buttons. <laughs> oh my god, it was so great. I That's just good. Oh god. I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm saying lines, uh, you know, like Han's lines to everybody in the cockpit, and no one's getting it. Well, yeah. yeah. Beth's just rolling her eyes at me like, come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love her, but sometimes she can be just like Penny from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I, I, I can do, I'm, I'm a nerd all the way up to, ah, you crossed the line. Sorry, <laughs> can't go down that hole with you. But, yo, yeah. Buttons and Falcon cockpit and oh, I was sitting in the back seat. <laughs> Seriously, you know, you're in the back seat. You know, you lost the fight with your sister. You're in the back seat. <laughs> but it was well. still, it was still the Falcon, and they have so many rooms for each one of these cockpits. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, seriously, you're walking through to get outside, and it's like a maze. First of all, it's like all of a sudden there's dead. There's no one there. But there's a lot of space and a lot of hallways mm-hmm. and a lot of doors. You know, some stairs when you're coming down from one, but then there's, you know, and you turn the corner to this one, and there's like an impression of a, a, uh, of a um, Ragnar. No, not Ragnar. Um, Ragnar is from Vikings. Vikings. Uh, um, Rectar. Yeah, a Rectar. Mm-hmm. You know, from uh, um, Episode seven, 7, The Force Awakens. Yes. I'm still, you know... The I'm big the... space opti- octopus. Yes. 
So its mouth and its tentacles are against, you know, looks like it hit a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, or it could be, you know, like a fossil. Yeah. <clears throat> Either way, it's just, you know, it's there. You go, ooh, this is pretty and stuff, you know. And you're walking down these hallways and it's just, you know, all of a sudden you're outside and there's the falcon again. And the whole time that you're, you're walking through the line, you walk past the underside of the falcon. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking slow, taking in every detail. In fact, Arabella was on her phone at one point. She was bored in line. And I'm like, we're standing underneath the Millennium Falcon. I'm like, put your phone away. Why? We're underneath the Falcon. You know, show some respect. <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. This, you know, this is the Millennium Falcon. Uh, those, those Gen Zers. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, it was just, oh, it was so amazing. So we left. We left there. You know, we we passed the cantina, the line for the cantina, and everyone's they cap it for so long, mm-hmm. and then you can you know get in and whatever. And they do say the same thing with the build a lightsaber because it's a whole experience. Right. Didn't find out till afterwards that the first thing you should do when you get there is if you want to do the lightsaber experience is. Go up, get in line for the lightsabers. Because what they do is they take your money ahead of time. and pretty Give much you a time, basically. Basically give you a time to come back. Mm-hmm. Then you can go off and do something else. You know, at some point, and don't, I uh, found this out, don't do the Falcon first. Mm-hmm. Do the Falcon at late, before, as it gets later. But do it, be, you know, if you're going during the reservation time, do it before the next group comes in. No. But not when you first get there. Because... <clears throat> they, you know, everybody goes there. Mm-hmm. Go to the chat experience if you're going to do that, lightsaber, and get your thing and then go off and do the cantina or the falcon or something. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, but I didn't do that. I went into the, I thought I was getting in line for that because there were like these Jedi artifacts out front. Quickly realized it was the artifact shop. Yeah. And I forget the names, you know, everybody's names, you know, of these, these shops. I apologize, but you'll probably get. I mean, it probably takes a couple visits. Before yeah, well, I mean, I, if I would have really paid attention, I was just so excited because I'm there in the middle of a Star Wars world. You know, I walk into this antique shop. There's a container that is a baby Salak. You know, and the glass is there, and you can see it with its little tongue sticking out and its tentacles, and then you see underneath the dirt there's a big monster that's down there. You know, they have, they have like, you know, it was like, almost like being in um, the collector shop. Mm-hmm. You know, if the collector shop wasn't, you know, all tubes and stuff, but just had a couple of specimens and tubes, and it had artifacts all around, just lying yeah. around, that's what it would be. You know, you could buy, it's where you could buy your Kyber crystals, the yellow and the white are only exclusive to that shop. Mm-hmm. That's where they have all of the legacy lightsabers. Which are so amazingly cheap. Cheap. For Disney. Yeah. One twenty nine for the Luke Skywalker Return of the Jedi lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You know, Ahsoka's both of her new ones together as one set for $199. You know, yeah. of course it's just the hilt. You have to buy the blade itself yeah. separate. Which I think it's fifty for the long blade, forty five for the short. There's also like a foot difference between the two. Yeah. So you get $5 off for a foot. Sounds about right. Yeah. 
You know, <laughs> they have ventresses there. So, but if you want to buy, have both of ventresses, you have to buy them. Bu- you have to buy it twice. Same thing with Darth Mauls. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to put it together and have one, you know, double ended, you have to buy two separate. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I want to see them make is the double ended one where you can build yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then you can do like Bastila's from uh, Knights of the Old Republic yeah. and things like that with the yellow crystal and all well, that. But in the legacy ones, you can't change out the crystal. Right. Only the builder ones. Uh, they had the holocrons there, 50 bucks each. Um, they had, you know, you could buy a wig of Leia's hair, you know, the buns. Yeah. And then you know, they had her, you know, <clears throat> her white dress. Actually, you know, I think, it, yeah, it was the white dress. But then they also have it where, you know, you can have the ceremonial, you know, necklace and stuff she wore. Um, you could buy some cheap little lightsabers there. Or, you, you know, you could buy, you know, four or $500 artifact there. You know, like a Sith chalice or, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. And they have a, they have a, uh, a Thorian behind a cage who's the owner. And he's, you know, checking the books and checking, you know, making sure all the money's getting calculated and everything. And every once in a while he'll get irate and get mad or something. And the associate closest to him, you know, the cast member there, was, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, you know I, I know, I know, I'm, you know, let me get, I, I don't, I didn't mean to mess up, I'm sorry. You know, and then character, and, yeah. Yeah. Is, you know. But, you know, there's all, all kinds of different artifact-type stuff to buy there, mm-hmm. you know, which is really cool. You can buy... You know, like bronze bust of the Sith and things like yeah. that. Um, it's just, it's a real neat experience. You know, granted they have one register for the legacy lightsabers, and, I, and like a line that doubles and triples up on itself. I'm sure the first so day it was takes like that, yeah. forever to get yeah. through there. I walked up. Uh, you know, I'm like, I want Luke Skywalker's lightsaber with a long blade and that reusable bag. Okay. You don't want to look no. Hey, wait. Um, Ahsoka's blades there. Are those metal? You know her hilts. Are those metal? Uh, why? I said, well, because you can see the line between it. It looked like two plastic pieces put together because it's it's like a um, it's like a silverish white you know yeah. uh, paint job on it. You know, it's kind of like a very dull brushed look. Yeah. So they almost look plastic. And then she handed it to me the, the case. And it was heavy. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, those must be metal. Well, I'd assume if there's if they're charging two hundred bucks for it, it's not going to be plastic. It's Disney, they can charge whatever the hell they want, and people are going to buy it. Um, but uh, the but problem, just basing on these being like the force effects lightsabers, yeah, that they yeah have. that's that's what these are. Yeah. These yeah. are the force effects lightsabers. It wouldn't be. But they're a plastic. little bit. They're a little bit better than the force effects because the Luke Skywalker one comes with it has it has a wider neck than what it's supposed to. For when you put the blade in, mm-hmm. but then you can unscrew that and put the thin one on for display. Right. So I thought that was really cool to do because I just I'm just going to display it, you know, most of the time. Except those nights where you're going to change it out so you can go vroom 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 vroom. <laughs> well, since we had you know the black, we have Darth Vader's you know force effects and we have Anakin's force effect or Luke's, you know, now we all have a lightsaber to play with. Yeah. Of course, we always had one, but you know. Now we have a legacy saber to play with. Yes. Uh, this funny. The guy in front of me bought like six or seven of them. Yeah. And it, was, no, it wasn't going on did. eBay. This guy, <laughs> I, I think he was, I, I'm not sure, he was, I, I think he was an MMA, MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I it's one of those guys where I know that I could spot his face and think. Kind of looks familiar. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he had like, you know, definitely, he had a trophy wife and trophy kids <laughs> and everything. So, yeah, it was definitely, you know, had money. Had money, yeah. Now, the guys behind me were complete douchebags. Yeah. They were the college, you know, so, bro, you know, I'm, I'm only here to get something because I want to, I want to throw it up on the bay and, <clears throat> you know, score me a little. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, they're standing there like, Darth Vader's castle. I don't remember that in any movies. What are that? They weren't in any movies. I don't, what's that supposed to be? And he's like, dude, it's just to buy stuff here. Who cares? You know, what, no, no, what's it from? I went, it's from Rogue One. Actually, I, I said Solo first, and I said it's from Rogue One. I went, Solo, Rogue One. Solo? Oh, I only watched 10 minutes of that movie. That movie sucked. I like I like that other movie that, that was a Star Wars movie, but not a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Rogue One. It was in that movie. Rogue One. The movie the you really liked. <clears throat> was in the movie you just said you liked. No, no, I don't remember that. So, uh, what do you think of these, you know, I get up there and I, you know, I get what I want. So, uh, what do you think of these lightsabers? Do you think they're any good? you think they're quality? Well, yeah, they're metal. Oh, they are metal. Okay, I wasn't sure. You think these, uh, you know, because ultrasabers are really good. You know, do you think these are as good as ultrasabers? I'm like, well, actually, they kind of work together on these, but, <laughs> yeah, shh, on that one. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, which one do you think w- would be the best one to get? I'm like, I don't know. What character do you like? You know, <laughs> how I'm much like, money are you trying to make? I'm on like, eBay? I'm like, I'm like trying to say everything I can that would be not putting it up on eBay and not, you know, to give them a reason not to do it. I'm like thinking, you two aren't Star Wars fans. You just took the spot of Star Wars fans that should be in here. Mm-hmm. And I had another woman that was in line behind us when we were trying to get. <clears throat> the first day merchandise. I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm not at all. I've never seen the movies. And uh, I just, I'm here because my friend asked me if I wanted to come. And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> no! Go away! <laughs> I'm like, I wanted to take the lightsaber out and immediately strike them down. Nerd. But I was afraid they'd become more powerful than I would ever know. <laughs> Nerd. So, uh, no, it was just, it was an amazing, amazing. We, you know, we went into the, there's like a marketplace that's, mm. you know, that looks like something actually out of Aladdin or uh, yeah. episode one where, you know, you have the, <clears throat> you have the veiled awnings and, you know, well, it's the a shops are street. kind of like cut out in caves, yeah. basically, yeah. You know, and you're just walking down and it's like, oh, this I could just see more aliens, you know, being there, droids yeah. in the way and things like that. And it's just like, ah, uh, you know, there, there's one restaurant that is just kind of like, you know, almost like the the uh, Bengal Cafe in Adventureland. Yeah. Where you just walk up and you get meat and stuff like that. It's like a giant barbecue in the middle. and They have a giant barbecue in the yeah. middle. Of a, they, uh, and they have a droid. Like, they have a droid that's too. been welded to the floor. And the droid's complaining as he's as he's pumping this pod racer engine that's cooking the meat. Nice. I'm like, that's amazing. That's a pod racer engine. You're cooking meat with a pod racer engine. 
<laughs> That's amazing. Yep. No, definitely. I mean, just looking at the pictures, the Imagineers came up with such great ideas. Well, and, they, and there, there's little Easter eggs throughout the mm-hmm. park too, like one panel in, um, you know, in in in, in Arabash says you know it says THX. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another when the the cargo transport that's up there, the you know the the cargo carrier that that, that you see. Where you know Falcon, and you see the other ship. Yeah, that's a cargo carrier. The boxes say seventy-seven, eighty-eight, or eighty-three, and eighty is inside another restaurant hanging mm. there that is dropping down. Yeah. So they have they have the years of the movies as the, the container numbers. Yeah. I'm like, that's awesome. That's you know it's amazing. There's you know there's just little hidden gems like that throughout the the park. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the shops, the, the the toy shops, has the toy of Jabba's barge that was you know the the Hasbro yeah. you know labs thing. They painted it and put different size figures in there, but they have that barge there. Hmm. They have pod racers, you know, hanging as plaques on the wall. And it's the it's the action figure pod racer. You know, they've they've taken yeah. like the Millennium Falcon being chased through. The asteroids with the with tie fighters, they have it up there, and it all and with a big star destroyer that looks like it's been riveted together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gorgeous, and it makes sense. And it's like, oh look, this was a theme out of history or something, yeah. or a, a scene out of history. You know, where you have this stuff up there. It just you know, in, in one corner they have like a wood. Sh- you know, this like it, it's supposed to be like where there would be a wood shop, mm-hmm. and. Somebody's carved a porg out of wood and things like that sitting there. And in the corner, they have, I call him RGRL for, you know, grill. They have, you know, like an R2 unit, like what Ron Howard, or not Ron Howard, but, um, yeah, Ron Howard did in Solo, where they had the, the, the astromech droid, no dome, but a grill on top, you know. Yeah. Because <clears throat> they use the interior, the the body, the main body as where to put the flame. Right. That's such an amazing thing. Yeah. You know, the there was one other. I, I'm just going all around, but this is yeah. I know you had questions about it too, and I haven't got to. But one of the things you could buy in the Droid Depot was R2's head, you know, the dome upside down as a like a a bowl, like a mixing right. bowl or a salad bowl or a popcorn bowl. I'm like, Beth. You know, it's heavy, it's metal, you know, it's gorgeous. Just buy it to put on the dome. I would buy it, and it's not big enough, but I would buy it just to set it on something, you know, not to use it as a bowl, except for it's flat on top. Mm. <coughs> um, but I'm like, I couldn't eat out of this. Or eat something that was came out of this. Mm. I said, I would just feel like, you know, R2's dead, and I'm using his, skull. his skull as, as a, a bowl. bowl. <laughs> you yeah. know? I mean, I just... I. I know people were buying it, and I'm like, no, no, that's wrong. You can't do that. R2's not dead. It's wrongly painted right here next to it for you to buy for $25,000. No, it's... Uh. The fork, or the, the silverware there is this oddly shaped spork mm-hmm. that, like, one side of it's straight where you can use it to cut, like, a knife. Yeah. And then you have your spork and fork. Yeah. And it's metal. The, the silverware there is actually metal. I wanted to bring it home, but Beth told me to put it back. I tried three times. Arabella kept telling on me. 
I wanted to bring... I'm sure you're not the only person that's Oh, no, no, no. It started showing up on Instagram. Yeah. As people taking it home. I'm like, see? They gotta take it home. Why can't I? Uh, There's just so (laughs) much detail. It's like sensory... Star Wars sensory overload. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just... It was... I cried. I laughed. I, I wanted to get on the ground and kiss it. You know... It was so amazing. I sound like I'm crying now, but I'm just actually hoarse from talking so much. So uh, I take it you hated it. I yeah no I can't even say that was <laughs> yeah. So no, it definitely it just, sounds like a great experience. Oh my god, so much! And if you don't get off work and go with us on the twelfth, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, it's called my boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's. <sighs> no, definitely. I, I, Sounds like something I'd check out for sure. Like I've always, I've always liked going to Disneyland just for the experience of the ambience that's around the park. Anyway, yeah. Like I'm not a big rides person, but well, what was amazing also is everybody thought that the park was going to be completely packed. Mm-hmm. Right. In the morning, there was a nice rush because everybody was trying to get their first day merchandise. Yeah. Luckily, they had it selling in enough places where you could get it. No matter, you know, throughout the park and right. outside the park. There were some exclusive stuff at the landing bay, like you could get actual merchandise that had been imported from Batu. Yeah. yeah. So you got to stick with the, uh, yeah. with within the universe. You know, so Disneyland imported it from Batu, yeah. and uh, you could buy it there. They had some pass holder exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God! There's just, it was just, ah, oh, I'm like. I went back downstairs to see if I could get reservations for Saturday. And Beth, kept, Beth told me like four times, our passes don't work tomorrow. Stop asking. What do you, you you're, even if you got them, you can't go. Stop asking. I have to go to work. I can't, you know, she had to be at work at three yesterday. They don't have a Coles in uh, Batu? No, you can't call off from Batu. You know, you can't, you can't say I had jet lag from Batu. No. People go, what? You're a nerd. <laughs> you know, Beth's boss was like, I can't believe you're you're wanting to take off work to go to be there for opening day, uh, you know, of this thing. And she goes, Have you met my husband? She goes, It's no different than you asking off for first because you have to go and be there for the first day of the opening of the Rams Stadium. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And he said, oh, well, yeah, if you put it that way, yeah, that makes sense. He's such a douchebag. That's right, Blake. I said you're a douchebag if you're listening. No one listens to the show, so it doesn't matter. So anyways, except for Eric and Brandon and maybe some other people. Hi, other people. If you would, you know, I could call you out by name if you would leave us a message on iTunes or what. I'm sorry. Was it iPodcast or whatever it is now. Podbean is what we're on now. Well, we're on Podbean, but it's also on what used to be iTunes or is now. It's just podcasts, I think. Podcast, yeah. Apple Podcasts, that's what it's called. Uh, Which brings us to to another topic, wasn't it? That there was something about Apple or something? Well, there's Apple closing down iTunes. That's what it is. Um, So you can tell I could really care less because all I cared about was. Star Wars. Star Wars Land. Yep. Batu. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yeah, no, the, the iTunes, after 11 years, I think they're shutting down. Uh, I'm curious, what does that mean for our phones and stuff? Because you have to put in your exactly. iTunes account. Well, there's still the App Store. Sure. Which is, you know, what you're going to be using. But, but you put in your iTunes account information. Just the same. It's just, you won't be, it's basically you're not, they're getting rid of the downloading feature. So, I mean, generally everything's going to be the same. It's just that app won't be used anymore. You'll use the Apple Music app or you'll use the App Store app for, you know, purchasing Apple apps and things like that. But iTunes itself, where you're going to be able to download music, looks like it's going away. Stupid. It is. It's just Apple trying to get more money, <laughs> which they will, and they already have most of mine. Well... <laughs> A third of mine. Well, I don't know. They have a portion of mine. I think you you own stock in Apple now. I wish I did. Yeah, I, that's one thing. If I ever could go back in time, I figured <clears throat> if I bought stock in Apple, Microsoft, and some of these others, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm not affecting the timeline. Those stocks would still be bought, right? So if I don't, then wait to come back to a point in the future that I left. I haven't changed any of the past, so I didn't create an alternate timeline or but a parallel universe. Your alternate timeline would be affected. No. Because now you have no, no, no. money. If you don't touch the money until you come back. You don't have any control on that. Yes. When you're traveling, if you're traveling back in time and then traveling back forward to present. Yes. You don't have there, any control between you, your... Because, from the because past, the your person, you would not know that the stock's there. See, if you... Okay, you could do it one... Here's an even better way. You change your name in the future, then go back in the past. You put that name with your stocks. Just open a trust fund. Open it so it just goes straight to that. And then when you come back to that point in the future, then you have it. Then that way your, your past self never got the statements. Mm-hmm. They just piled up in some P.O. box. <laughs> well, you know, once Tony Stark makes time travel uh, more accessible. I'm just saying, that way, that's how you do it without affecting the timeline and make all your money. Uh-huh. Of course, if you have the means to have a time machine in the future, you, you probably do. don't need the money in the past. Exactly. I mean, you probably did need the money in the past, but you didn't have it. You wouldn't need the money in the future that you make in the past. Yes. See, every time you talk time travel, somebody gets, you know, gets. wait, what? Huh? Yeah. Uh, where? Where? Huh? What? Anyways, so what else do we have, Ethan? I think that's it. Really? Yeah. Wow. And you were, and we rambled so much about Star Wars Land that we're... Oh, my God, Star Wars Land. We're already to our time. All right, so um, this has been Ethan and I talk, talk with Ethan and Rich. Uh, Star Wars talk with Ethan <laughs> Star Wars land talk No I really It's oh God. When one, you get the chance to go Go One day I will I'm talking to anybody <laughs> When you get the, Anybody out there When you get offered the chance to go Your answer is Yes Because it is so worth it So much fun There's so much to see The X-Wing The A-Wing Oh everything is so gorgeous and so well done. Um, 
And with that being said, Ethan and I are going to wrap up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Instagram at as Nerdables and on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And I did that backwards today. It's okay. And please think about leaving us a note, a comment, an email, a flyer in the sky. Flyer in the sky. Just let us know that um, smoke signal. You you enjoy the show. Pigeon carrier. <clears throat> yeah. So for Ethan and, and I, I, I realize I never say my name. I'm just that ghost that that you know that phantasm. Well, you do. Sometimes. You get, you tell every you you introduce all of us, and then you say no. I, I never say right. I never say it. I should. I do it sometimes. You do when I think about it. So, anyways, I'm Ari Rain saying we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>